Hi everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of the Fetch Pupcast and this is episode 15 which is titled Running a Dog Business, The Unfiltered Truth. Now running my own dog business inevitably involves great responsibility and every day I have to make many important decisions to ensure that all needs are met for both dogs and humans. And starting the business remains one of the most exciting decisions I've ever made because the rewards are great as many millions of entrepreneurs in the UK have found out. But running a business is a roller coaster, and there'll be days when I wonder why I did it and others when I wouldn't have it any other way. This is the Fetch Pupcast. My name is Damien and if your dogs are listening, tell me what they think. So hi everybody, here we go again. And it's Thursday, the 17th of November, and we're pushing really, really close to Christmas now. And these weeks and days are just flying by. And today and yesterday, oh, wow, what a couple of days. The weather here in Norwich, in England, has been, quite frankly, disgusting. It's been horrible. It's been wet and it's been cold and it's been windy. And I feel like I've only really just come indoors and fully defrosted. Um, you get to a point in your days where when you're walking around with dogs that you're enjoying your job and I enjoy my job so much. But there comes a time when you're just so wet that you just think, oh, my God, I just want to be at home on my sofa with a cup of tea, a packet of custard creams and just watching TV. But I know that the job entails us to be out with dogs. So whether it's walking dogs and training dogs, and that is the nature of the business. And that's obviously when uh, you sign up and study and train for this type of job, then it is an all weathers job. And people sometimes say to me, they say, Damien, is the winter like the hardest season because it's raining and it's such horrible weather? And I actually say to them, no, the summer is actually more difficult because in the summer we have the heat waves and we have to adapt more to the dog's um, health and welfare. Whereas in the winter, dogs are playful. They love to be out in the puddles and they love to roll in the mud. So on a day like yesterday and today, the, the pooches were so muddy. And that can just add a little bit more extra time into the day because I actually have to get them home and wipe them down because they're going back home to their owners' homes. And some owners have lovely cream walls and lovely cream carpet. And the last thing I want to do is have their dog um, go in and mess up their house. And the worst thing is when a dog goes in and they just decide to shake everywhere. So it has been a challenging couple of days, but loved it nonetheless. And it's a job where... When I get home, I feel a real sense of satisfaction and, you know, I feel like I've done a really good job and I've helped owners out and I've enriched enriched Dean Dog's lives. And um, yeah, so right at this very minute, it is, I don't even know the time. Oh, it's 7.30 and um, I've just put my heating on and one of my lovely owners today called Elaine, um, she used to be a, a chef or a baker and every time... I drop her dogs off. She gives me a handful of cakes. So today I've got some brownies, which I'll be warming up in the oven with some custard. And she gave me a huge lasagna. So she must have read my mind because my two favorite dishes are burgers. I'm always a sucker for a, a big, dirty burger. And also lasagna with garlic bread. Not the most healthy, healthiest of dishes, but hey-ho, I'm walking all day, every day, burning calories. So who cares? I quite frankly don't. But anyway, this episode is 
is all about running a dog business, the unfiltered truth. And like all of the episodes of this podcast or pupcast, should I say, I just talk unscripted and I talk from the top of my head and I don't really have anything wrote down. I don't have anything in front of me to think, oh, I should say that or, I, um, you know, I should be thinking about including that in there. I literally just go by what comes into my mind. And some people might think, you know, that's really like blunt or it's very upfront. It's very honest, it's very frank. But that's the type of person I am. I'm, you know, I'm very professional in my line of work and will always be professional with dogs and owners. And they are my priority 100% of the time. But I think it's good to show a human side. And I'm like that in all walks of life. You know, I, I will put myself on the line. I'm not afraid to uh, make myself vulnerable. And I'm always open to feedback and I'm open to ways that I can improve um, things like that. And sometimes some of my friends will say to me, they say, Damien, you are so blunt with some things you say. And I have to turn around and go, am I? You know, but I don't really kind of sugarcoat things or bubble wrap what I'm saying. I think about what I'm saying, but I will just say how it is. And that's one of the biggest traits It what that's kind of handy when it comes to actually running a business. I think to run a business is you've got to have lots of different qualities and not necessarily running a business, but, um, you know, working as a manager or a supervisor and uh, and owning a business as well. But working for myself with Fetch, Fetch, if you go back to our first episode, which I titled The Unplanned Dream, that gives you a bit of an insight into how I started Fetch. But I just want to talk in this episode about what it's actually like truly to run a business. And people say to me, it must be great because you've got a team and you must delegate the work and put your feet up and enjoy your business. And I said, no, it's actually the opposite. I am out there with my team every single day. So I don't want to be a business owner where I'm delegating all the work to a team and then I can sit back and do nothing and just oversee it. I want to be out there. That's what I want to be. And I think any great manager, any great supervisor, any great business owner should be in the thick of their work. They should be out on that shop floor. They should be in their team meetings. They should be connecting with their staff, connecting with their customers to create a face and a personal approach to their business. And since the pandemic, a lot of businesses have had to go online. But obviously, with dog walking, we can't do online dog walking. Can you imagine that? If you could walk someone's dog online? So I guess it's a little bit like saying, oh, I'll do online haircuts. But it's, um, yeah, sorry, I'm feeling a bit tired. So you're probably going to get some really bad jokes come out in this podcast as well. But no, it's a very physical job. And people start their businesses for varieties of reasons. Many people might start it because they hope they'll get more income. Uh, others might have a desire for like more flexibility with like work-life balance and family life. But if I'm honest and I'm completely out there and throwing it out there, the reality of running your own business can be a shock. It is a shock. And, you know, you are met with lots of different things day in, day out. And a day here at Fetch is never the same. And I plan the weeks ahead. So the team have their schedules of dogs and they know exactly what dogs they have. But that changes all the time. I cannot honestly say that one week in five years has been exactly as it was planned. There's always been something that's had to change. Now, 
working for yourself, um, you may need to fund your own business and you might have to invest your personal savings or use possession, uh, possessions as a guarantee against money that you borrow from the bank. Or you might have to borrow money from friends or family. And in these scenarios, you, you really should consider the full implications if the business was to fail and if you couldn't afford to repay them. So one thing I was quite lucky in my career is that I've always been a bit of a saver. Um, I'm not really a materialistic type of guy. I'm, I'm a bit of a saver. So if I have a spare £10 in my account and I think to myself, do you know what? That £10 is sitting there. I will put that into my savings account. I've, I have an ISA and a business account. I have an ISA, which just has the worst interest rate ever. I think I've had it since I was like 17. So I should probably really go into the bank and see what else there is around. Um, so you have to really think about that. But I was lucky to actually have a bit of savings behind me. And rather than spending lots and lots of money on paying someone to design a logo and paying someone to create a business name for me, I just thought I'm going to do it myself. And I sat there one one night and just thought of it myself. And it was just my inner creativity doing that, because once I have an idea in my mind, I tend to roll with it. Now, also that when you're running a small business, it is really, really unpredictable. And it can take years to actually become profitable, no matter how good your idea is. And you might not be able to draw a wage. So you might be relying on another income like a spouse or a partner. And the longer that goes on, it could likely place strain on a relationship. And in my first two years of business, I can honestly say I did not pay myself a wage. Everything that we earn in the business went into the business to create it and build it. And the rest of it then went to pay the team. So there was always a bit in the business account, but I never actually paid myself a wage because at the time, I was doing some teaching at the college and that was my sole income that was helping me kind of pay my mortgage and my bills and and things like that as well. But when you're running a business, you, you must be prepared to accept a lower wage or even none whilst you're establishing your business. And I knew that. I thought to myself, in the first year, I'm not going to make any money. I'm probably going to be running at a loss. And that was true. You know, there was um, like... Not not a massive loss, but a little bit of a loss because I had to buy my van. I had to get my equipment. I had to get my uniforms. I had to do my promotion um, and things like that. And also running a business, the security may not be there straight away. So you may have to forego perks such as pensions or holidays, overtime, sick pay, maternity pay. And a lot of small business owners might tell you, and I've heard this from business owners, they said they could earn more money and have an easier life if they actually work for someone else. And for years, that's what I thought. I thought, I have the security there. I'm just going to work for someone because there's security there. But then quite frankly, I just got bored. I just thought to myself, I'm bored. You know, I don't want to keep working for people all the time. And I kind of felt like I had this bank of knowledge in my brain that was just sitting there and and it wasn't being used. It wasn't being utilised. And I'm a great believer in, like, pushing yourself and really using those skills. And, you know, I like to say to people all the time, what's your strengths? Or I say to people, actually, what's your strengths? And they, it takes them a while to answer it. And I say, tell me one thing you're good at. And it does take them a while. But then if I say to them, tell me one thing you're not so good at, the response usually comes quicker. So I think a lot of us 
tend not to play on our strengths. But if you're listening to this podcast, just sit there now and write down three of the things that you're really, really good at. And don't think too long about it. Just think instinctively what comes to your brain. It may be you're good at time management, you're good at communication. And running a business, I'm learning all the time. I'm still learning all the time. You know, no no entrepreneur can say that they are a perfect entrepreneur and that their business is perfect. If they are, they're probably they're probably lying. Now, running a business, the one of the biggest aspects here is it is long hours and the daily demands of running a business, it can overtake your life because and the lines between home and work can become blurred. And you may have to give up evenings and weekends. And oh boy, you know, I've I've done that lots of times. I've given up evenings. I've given up um, Saturdays and Sundays. And, you know, if people say to me, oh, I don't want to work, you know, I want to run a business, but I don't really want to work beyond four or five o'clock ever, then that business might not work. Okay, because many business owners like myself, we use the evenings and weekends to catch up on our admin tasks and they they can be quite draining. And, you know, I have to do this whilst I've maybe got tea next to me. So right now downstairs, I have Elaine's lovely lasagna bubbling in the oven. So by the time I finish this podcast, I'll go down there for tea and then I'll maybe have a shower and then it's ready for me to kind of settle in um, for the night. And my routine is I usually try to finish by nine o'clock and then between nine o'clock and 11 o'clock is my time to maybe watch a, a movie or watch a bit of TV. But even when I lay down to watch a movie, my brain is going, my brain is ticking and it's ticking over thinking about what we have tomorrow. I'm thinking already about next week. I'm thinking about, oh, I need to reply to that inquiry or I need to do this and I need to do that. And you may have to give up social activities just for a short time. And I've had to do that before. I've had to, you know, not not attend some of my football games, my team that I play for, because I'm out there promoting a social event. Um, and it's it's really easy to get carried away with the attractive aspects of starting a business. But the reality is that you'll have to be your own receptionist. You'll have to be your own admin assistant, delivery person, cleaner, caretaker, just during the early days until maybe you seek to to employ people on them ones as well. But the responsibility of uh, running your own business will increase tenfold. And you've got to make loads and loads of important decisions. And that can create pressure, especially when your livelihood or or possibly one of your employees is at stake. And it's very difficult, or not difficult, sorry, I'm trying to think of the word here, it's very easy to feel a bit isolated when you're running a business because the buck stops with you and everything falls on your shoulders. And I feel like that sometimes. Sometimes I do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders with sometimes the business if we're busy and then things in my personal life. And sometimes it can feel a little bit overwhelming. And that's where my family and my friends are a really great source of support for me. And they will listen when I can share my trials, my tribulations, and most importantly, my triumphs. So when something goes really, really good, I, you know, I want to, I want to be able to share that with people around me because my friends and my families are basically kind of 
sub-owners of Fetch. In my mind, they own part of the business because they are with me every step of the way. And when I started Fetch, I never actually had a a goal plan to start a business. And I mentioned this in the first ever podcast that, that I recorded. And I didn't actually think, oh, I'm going to start a business. I, I literally just fell in, fell into something. You know, I was helping out a little lady with her dog, little old lady. And, and then her friend got in touch with me and then it just kept building and building and building. And over five years, it has just kept continuing to grow. So, you know, running your own business, it is a roller coaster. And, and there's there's days when I, I do sit there and I wonder why I did it, you know. And there's been times in the past where I've had um, customers who may not have been 100% happy with something. Um, you know, I could have taken a dog home and they could have still been a little bit wet or muddy. And so there are there are things that go wrong. You know, there are things sometimes in business you have to expect that you might get you know, the odd grumble or someone might not be happy with the service, but I'll always try and rectify um, what's, what's gone on and kind of look, look beyond it and, um, and kind of answer every inquiry. And one thing that I always tend to do with my business is I will get a lot of inquiries come through for dog training and dog walking from all over the place. But if they're kind of out of my catchment area, I will reply to everybody. And that's one of the standards that I set myself when I started the business was no matter who it is, no matter where they live, I will reply to everybody. So whether that means referring them on to a different company or even referring them on to a competitor, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Because I'm a great believer that gratitude is reciprocated. And if you just put that little bit of time, that little bit of effort into something, you never know where that might lead. And and it's actually um, something that happened last night. And a friend of mine called Sarah, she runs a, a dog boarding service called Wagit in Norwich. So if anybody needs any overnight pet care, then Sarah is your lady to go to. She has a website. If you just type in Wagit Norwich, that'll come up. And she sent me, um, and she invited me to join a networking group. I think it was last year, the year before, but it wasn't really something I was interested in doing. So I, you know, I very openly said to Sarah, it's not really my thing at the minute. You know, I have quite a lot of custom coming in anyway. And we've stayed in touch. And I refer work to her. She's referred work over to me. And last night she messaged me, saying, have you ever thought about entering these awards? And there was the Broadland Business Awards. And I'd never actually heard of it before. But it's something which I'm hopefully going to enter. And that came about just from, you know, me and Sarah continuing to talk and sharing ideas and, you know, just generally just being nice and friendly to each other, really. So running a business, it does open a lot of doors. And when I uh, started fetch five years ago I thought to myself you know it's it's just going to be dog walking just dog walking and dog training but it's just like evolved and changed so much you know it's kind of it, it's not exactly like what I thought it would be I mean the main the main aspect is the walking and the training but we do so many other things as well like we do uh, socialization sessions in the summer months we do um free well-being walks which is 
a scheme that I wanted wanted to get off the ground in order to get people outside and talking to each other and promoting, um, you know, how to improve your mental health and well-being. And it's, you know, it's it's just evolving all the time. And and I absolutely love it. But the one of the reasons I, I like to actually start running a business and why I love running Fetch so much is that it gives me independence. It gives me freedom. And it's, and that doesn't mean that I have loads of free time to do whatever I want. It's actually the opposite. But what it does mean, it means I get the responsibility of making decisions. And someone said to me once, did you start your business to get a pay rise? And I said, no. And they said, oh, well, why do you run the business? And I said to them, I wanted to get a rise, a rise of responsibility. I wanted to give myself more responsibility and I wanted to be in control of my own destiny. And I didn't want to have to rely on others or discuss my decisions with anyone because I wanted to think what I, you know, what I believe is what I think is best for the business. And you know, uh, how many times have, and also how many times have you heard someone say that money can't buy you happiness? Okay. But once you have the bills paid, food on the table and can afford something to treat yourself or set some money aside, you definitely do feel better about life. And if I've got that little bit of extra money in my personal bank account, it does make me relax a bit more. I think, oh, I can, you know, I can go out for an extra meal next week, but it does require a lot of time and hard work. But once you start seeing results, you'll realize that it's all worth it. So it's, you know, I say to any budding entrepreneurs out there, stick with it. If you can get through your first year, then you will win. OK, and running running a business, quite frankly, it just allows me to live my passion. My passion has always been dogs, always been dogs, always been animals Anyone that knows me on a personal level knows I'm a bit of a shark geek as well. I love sharks. I love marine life. I've studied marine biology. I've worked with lots of different marine animals. Um, and running a business, it's passion. I do it because I love it. And our values, our core values here at Fetch are the three Ps, which is passion, promise, and peace of mind. And in general, people start their business because they enjoy something they do. And they want to do it full time and make money doing it. And one of my friends said to me not long ago, my friend Matt, he said to me, I'm just bored in my job. He's worked on building sites. He's done lots and lots of little odd jobs, but he's never really had a career. And I said to him, Matt, what are you passionate about? He said, I don't really know. I said, there must be something in there, something that's like, you know, a, a stick of dynamite. And he said to me, I don't know. He said to me, well, I've always liked photography. I said, fine. I said, that's your passion. Why don't you look at becoming a freelance photographer? He said, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just looks like a lot of hard work. I said to him, all you have to do is find a course. You can get, you can do courses through the local councils. You can, you know, and he said, yeah, maybe, maybe. Now he's never really acted on it. He's never really followed that through, which is a real shame because I think he'd be a fantastic photographer because he has a really good eye for things like that. Um, and I, I believe one thing I always think is that passion is like a stick of dynamite and sometimes the fuse just has to be lit. Okay, the fuse has to be lit and then boom, it'll explode. 
and then it rolls and rolls and rolls. And if you're spending most of your time working, like half your life working, why don't you do something you're passionate about? And it's, you know, running a business can have such like such a positive impact on your physical and mental health. And because Fetch is successful, I'm a happy owner. And it's not about the money. It's not about the money for me. If you're successful, the money will come. Okay. But there's many other factors that add to it. So one thing I love is that we help people. We help people who are working all day and can't get home to to, uh, take their dog for a walk. I like to create a positive work culture. So within my team, I like to treat my, my, my employees well. And I want to see Fetch as a place for them to learn and grow as a person. And I want to wake up every morning and feel more satisfied in my life because I'm a great believer. in if you're satisfied with your life, that will strengthen your immune system and it will help you to avoid mental illness such as anxiety or depression. Okay, and, it you know, it boosts your confidence and your motivation. And we all go through tough times. And some of my team quite lately, they've had, you know, tough times in their personal lives and, you know, they've been ill or they've had stuff going on in their personal lives. But I'll always try to accommodate any requests. So, you know, if if they need a day off or if they need, you know, to take two extra dogs on their walks, I'll happily jump in and take them because I'm a great believer in look after your team, you know, really, really look after them as well. Um, You have to be in order to run a business as well. This is kind of like one of the final aspects is one key word. Okay, one key word. And this this is probably the most important word motivation. You have to be self-motivated. And actually, I'll reword that. You have to be extremely self-motivated. And I saw in the pandemic, now the pandemic was a very challenging time and at certain times horrendous, but I do see a positive in it. I take a positive from most situations. And I saw a lot of people start small businesses because they felt motivated and hungry for success. Maybe it was the wake up call they needed to actually sit there and go, I don't like my job. You know, I don't want to do this anymore. But with all that enthusiasm, that can quickly fade, especially as things don't go as well as planned. And people have said, I've said to people who started small businesses and said, after three, four, three, four months, how's the business going? And they've said, oh, I, do, I can't be bothered to do it anymore. And I said, why? They said, oh, I haven't got any clients. I said, that's fine. I said, when I launched Fetch in September 2017, between September and December, I only had three clients, but I knew that it would grow. And I was so self-motivated, like ridiculously intrinsically motivated. I thought, I'm going to make this work. Okay. And, And when you're your own boss, there's no one else that would tell you what to do or would look for you when you don't shop at work. Okay, if you don't put the effort into running a business, it's not going to work. And like I'm here now sitting in front of this screen and it's now nearly eight o'clock. You know, I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to get this podcast out there so people could understand it. And I think to myself, I you know, I can rest later. I can sleep later. I've got a week off coming up in two weeks, which I'm really excited about. I haven't really had a full week off in a few years. Because since the pandemic, it's been all about rebuilding the business and making sure the business can survive 
and uh, not just survive, but survive and thrive. I don't want the business to just coast. I want it to keep growing all the time. And it can be hard to mute your inner critic. Um, but if you want to hear some praise, you have no other choice. You you have to you have to look deep in yourself and think I'm going to make this work. So running a business, you know, I love it. I absolutely love it. It is it's something that I never thought I would be doing, really. I used to be a very safe person, very play it safe. OK, my safety net is there. I have a, a regular job, regular hours. But then, you know, I just thought to myself, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I took the leap of faith and I went for it. It's stressful. It's hard work. But the pros outweigh the cons every single day. When I'm out there and I see the faces of the dogs, when I'm picking them up or I'm training a dog and I see that dog suddenly make that connection with the training I'm teaching them, it is one of the best feelings. And when the dogs are happy, the owners are happy, I'm happy, the business is happy. Okay. And the quote I'd want to leave you with in terms of running a business and if you're looking at becoming an entrepreneur is that an entrepreneur will always jump off a cliff and build a plane on the way down. Okay, so take the leap of faith. Try it. If it doesn't work out, so what? At least you've tried. And my granddad once said to me, he said, one of the richest places in the world is a graveyard. And I said, what do you mean this when I was little? I said, what do you mean, granddad? Do people bury their money there? And he said to me, no. He said, loads of people have these ideas and wishes and dreams and aspirations and they never act on them. So they take these dreams to their grave and these dreams never became anything. And there could have been the potential to run a business or travel the world or do something like that. And I don't believe rich is just money. You can be rich in memories. You can be rich in experiences. And a lot of people take that to their grave with them. So my advice is anyone out there who's looking at starting a business, give it a go. Just give it a go. You know, see where it leads you. You might actually surprise yourself. But that is very unfiltered. And I was just reading that off the top of my head. It is now time for my lasagna because I'm getting very, very hungry because I've been out from eight o'clock till six o'clock in the wet, in the rain. So it's tea time and time for me to unwind or try to unwind, should I say. But thank you for listening to this episode 15. This is the Fetch Pupcast. My name is Damien. And if your dogs are listening, tell me what they think.